0: Oh, you know what location wise this place looks good and this house resembles a little bit of old Istanbul so right. let me go and buy that property well guess what right it's not what you expected
1: I mean when I say all the boxes have to be checked mm-hmm. it that's it for Istanbul number one declaration mm-hmm. number two code number three planning number four location these type of things and so on and so forth
0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. In this episode, we are in Istanbul with Justin Mays. Doing all right? Doing good. Trying to add some uh, motion to my face. Motion to your face, Yeah. yeah. Last time we got a comment about Justin's face. Somebody said, Justin is being a smart ass with motionless face. I've got to tell you, I really
1: enjoyed it, though, you know, because uh, you've got to laugh at your flaws. I mean, it's just our normal back and forth. It's not a flaw. It's
0: it's just somebody's opinion.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's, not a flaw. But it's funny. Uh, You've got to be able to laugh, you know, because. you know, as much as you think everyone likes you.
0: but I don't think your face is motionless, but sometimes when you really, really well, talking about something I it's not motionless. Specific, it's just fat, you know. A, th- that's one thing. <laughs> but when you're focused on something you're talking about and, 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 and your, eyes, your eyes are like that and your voice is like vocal fry, say so people are buying these one, two-bedroom properties and this, that, and this is that and this is that and this is that. And and then this might have put the guy off and said, True. Look at this True. dude being a smart ass with a motionless yeah. face. Well, you know, I, I'm a deep thinker. I'm a renaissance man, you know. Yeah. All right, anyway, so today's topic is, we are actually, we have a comparison. We're comparing the brand new properties and the resale properties, brand new versus resale. Justin, we've been getting a lot of inquiries towards the resale properties. Um, When you take a look at our website, when you scroll through, you're going to see like, you know, the majority of uh, the listings that we have on our website are generally brand new properties, in brand Istanbul, new projects yes. in, in Istanbul. And Correct. we're talking about Istanbul right now. But recently people are looking into resale properties and resale options. And, right. and, and I just wanted to get your opinions on resale properties in Istanbul. Does it make sense when it makes sense? It can make sense.
1: Um, It really depends on what you're after. You know, uh, lifestyle, it it makes sense. It can. Because, you know, if you're not looking at selling it in the next two, three, four years, then it can definitely make sense. Mm. But if it's something where you're making an investment and you're trying to, uh, you know, buy cheap, sell high, it doesn't always equal a successful recipe here in Turkey. And there's a couple of factors why, and we'll get into that here in a little what bit. Is
0: the, what is the major reason, what is the major red flag when it comes to buying resale properties in Istanbul? The number one red flag for me is true
1: declaration of value. Under declaration. Right. Hmm. So, you know, in Turkey, declaration of property value was kind of self-declared. Hmm. So you, as you can imagine, when people can declare their own value... Hmm. They're going to be very honest, right? Um, well, yeah. yeah. When you leave it to
0: people anywhere in the world, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But w- what, what, is the, what is the reason of that? Why do people under declare?
1: A couple of reasons is, they, you know, tax evasion. Mm. Uh, and I know that that sounds awful right now coming across to a lot yeah. of our viewers, especially in the Western Hemisphere, yeah. um, who may not be accustomed to those type of things. Yeah. But it's a very common practice here. Um, you know, one of the things that I uh, harp on when I get a client who's looking specifically for a resale, as I say, Hey, I'll find you something, mm-hmm. but we have to make sure that it's declared properly. Mm-hmm. If not, you're going to get into this deal where the seller is going to say, well, Hey, transfer this because this is what's on the books through mm-hmm. the bank. We'll go, we'll sign, we'll get the title deed. Mm-hmm. And then you give me the rest in cash. Sounds yeah. great, right? You're saving yeah. money. They're saving money. Win, win. Wrong. Yeah when you go to resell and if you want to resell to a foreigner you're a foreigner you have to have an evaluation so now you're liable for a 35% capital gains tax if you sell within that 5 years yeah. well if you d- took that value that they had when you purchased it and say that was 700,000 and you're selling it for 1.5 well, because when you purchased it, that seller didn't take on that capital gains tax as he should. Now you're responsible for the capital gains between that seven and 700,000 to that 1.5. So yeah. you've just cut out your gains. Yeah. So for me, it has to make sense if the facts, figures, decul- declaration is correct, you, know, these type of things. Outside yeah. of this, you have to really ask yourself, even though it looks like you're saving money, mm-hmm. are you going to get that money back on the back end or are you going to lose it?
0: When it's under declared and you are missing out a great portion of the market, isn't it? Right. I mean, a lot of people are looking to buy properties with bank loans.
1: Absolutely. Especially right now. Yeah, especially right now. I mean, so- the Turkish government's put out. Uh, point six four percent interest mm-hmm. rates, five percent down, twenty-four month deferments. You yeah. know these type of things to really stimulate the domestic market, mm-hmm. and it's been a massive, a torrid last two, three months in the Turkish domestic market because yeah. of these. Well, yeah. guess who's missing out? Those guys who didn't declare properly. Who under declare? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because, because they can yeah. only get a loan up to whatever that declaration value is.
0: So, I mean, let's say that you are selling your property for 1 million Turkish liras and you have previously declared that property as 300,000 liras property. Right. So, when you're selling it for a million, so that's 700,000 liras of difference, you're going to pay 35% capital tax over that. Of course. And what's what's 35% of 700,000? So so you're paying 250 as a tax. Who's going to pay that tax?
1: Uh, if you're buying in the domestic market, they're going to ask you to take those on. Yeah. But if you're reselling in the domestic market, no one's going to take that on. That's all going to be you. Yeah.
0: So once under-declared, always under-declared.
1: Yeah, of course. Until someone writes the wrong and yeah. declares it properly, bites the bullet and, and, pays, and pays the, the capital tax. gains. Yeah. Well, wow. and here's the thing. They need to because in the next two years, the Turkish government's going to require appraisals for every new purchase. Yeah. So, you know, Turkey's aware of this.
0: The government's that, that, aware of what's going on. That's one of the things, isn't it? I mean, the Turkish government has to realize, and, and I think they're realizing, yeah, that they they're do. missing out a great portion of tax collectability. There. Right. So, and, and they, they, they are putting in new regulations to make people pay that money to right. cut, cut that, you know, under declaration. Right. So what's going to happen to all of those people who's got these under-declared resale properties?
1: Someone's going to be liable in the end. Uh, well, I mean, let's be real. They're going to have a hard time selling that property moving forward. If they don't want to pay those capital gains, their market, their target market's going to be very slim. And this yeah. is the reason that, you know, when we talk about resale and we start going down that... That road, you know, it's almost like a rabbit hole. You don't know when it's going to end because you don't know when you're digging yeah. what you're going to find.
0: I don't, I, I don't want people to take away this from the show. Resale is dangerous. Don't go to resale. I, we're not saying this.
1: No, 95% but, of our market yeah. on the South Coast is resale.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, so when does resale make sense? When it's a lifestyle purchase. Yeah.
1: If you're okay holding on to it for the next five, six, seven, eight years... And you're avoiding those capital gains taxes after the five years, Mm -hmm. then go for it. Why not? Yeah. But here's something I need to elaborate on, okay? I get some inquiries in regards to resale properties. Mm -hmm. Resales in Turkey move very quick. As you can imagine, this city has gone from 3 million in 1960 to more than 20 million today. Yeah. In the center of Istanbul, in and around the center of Istanbul, there's an undersupply of housing. We know this. Yeah. This yeah. is why prices in the resale market are high. Yeah. Okay. It's supply versus demand. Now, if I find a property, yet you're not going to be here in Istanbul for the next three or four months, it's been a, I, I don't, I'm not saying this to be rude. Yeah. It is a waste of my time yeah. and your time. That's right. Because thing, that isn't home's it? not gonna be available. True. I want to do it, but we have to have realistic expectations. I'll yeah. be glad to share with you some things that we're capable you're of flying, providing. Yeah. And when you have that date in hand and we know you're two, three, four weeks out, then that search will whoop ramp up. I'll send one of my guys, we'll dedicate it, and they'll be finding the properties. That makes sense. So when you arrive, you're clear, right? But that's very important because we're getting caught up a little bit lately in the market of, well, I want resale options. I want resale options. And in fact, uh, I had a very good client of mine a couple of weeks ago, uh, ended up purchasing a new development. Mm -hmm. However, his idea was originally resale, okay? Only resale hmm He sent me a le- list of 20 or 30 properties on the resale market that he wanted to see. I took him to the neighborhoods, and very quickly, half of those properties were wiped out. Yeah. Because these, what we're going to call urban regeneration and what we've talked about in yeah. past series, these homes in these areas... If you want to go in and you want to buy one of these homes and you want to redo it because it's some 30, 40-year-old historic home in Istanbul in the heart, and I'm going to renovate it, and I'm going to yeah. flip it, and I'm going to make money on it, and the client's going to be happy, it's not possible here, okay? Yeah. Because those period homes that exist in Rome, London, Vienna, yeah. these type of places, they don't <laughs> exist here unless they're $35 million and they're sitting on the on the sure. Bosphorus.
0: True. Yeah, I mean as far as Istanbul's real estate concerned, we have this major problem. I mean, as, as you've said, you know, back in the 60s the city's population was only 3 million, now right. it's 20 million. So, between 1960 to two, 2020, you know, in 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 how many years is that? 60 years. In 50-60 years, you know, yeah. all all the, all the um real estate of Istanbul has risen with you know, 99% of them has no value at all. Right, absolutely, and that they're being located in neighborhoods with little or no green space, very poor social amenities, and etc. and all all, always congested, and you know some neighborhoods are even not that safe. So, so I would here here is my thinking as as a foreign investor, I would look at areas where you know that there's 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 good planning. Right, that's number one. Number two is that there are good new developments because because then on i would know where i'm living i would see where i'm living otherwise if i'm just going into any random neighborhood in istanbul saying oh you know what location wise this place looks good and this house resembles a little bit of old istanbul so let me go and buy that property well guess what right it's not what you expect it to be.
1: I mean, there are a couple of areas. Like mm. you go in around Taxim to the Marmara Para region. Para, uh, beautiful architectural wise, mm-hmm. uh, very unique properties. Okay. True. Uh, there's a hotel for sale there. It's not really a hotel. You can do apartments, hotel, whatever you'd mm-hmm. like to do. Um, and it's 20 units and wonderful, wonderful price tag 70 million Turkish lira.
0: All right, Justin. So give me your final thoughts on resale properties in. Istanbul and in Turkey in general
1: right well as we mentioned so okay South Coast is predominantly lifestyle purchase we've talked about it Uh, they watch the videos I mean this is what it is it's a lifestyle when I say all the boxes have to be checked Mm -hmm. it that's it for Istanbul all the boxes have to be checked number one declaration Mm -hmm. number two uh, code number three planning number four location number five uh, structure, these type of things and so on and so forth. Yeah. Because we have to make sure if we're going to sell a resale property that, you know, unfortunately here in Istanbul, we are in a pretty active fault line yeah. that we're not selling something to a client that in six months, the government's going to come and say, Hey, this isn't safe for, uh, the uh, for, for habitation, airport, because which is of, a serious thing, and it's very possible. Yeah, um, possible. you know, you, right across the street from us, and here we yeah. are in Shishley and we've got barriers and tape mark because yeah. they just closed down two buildings. Yeah, um, so you know, if you bought that for a great deal to renovate and invest,
0: let, let, let's think about a scenario here. Uh, we have been advising our clients to look out for generally brand new affordable luxury segment uh, projects in Istanbul. Right. Let's say that I end up finding a second-hand option, a resale option in that specific property, which I know and I trust, not from the developer, from person X or person Ahmed, and that is cheaper. From the uh, then the uh, sales price of, from the developer, and it has no under declaration.
1: Isn't that a good option? It can be, but there's a couple things we need to check out. Let's say um, the sales price at the sales office is 1.2 million. This guy paid 800,000 Turkish lira because he got in on the ground, right? So he broke he invested when it was still grass uh, and the building had, had hadn't even been erected at that point. Mm-hmm. So he gets in, he he pays 800,000, he gets in. Now he's going to sell it to you for a million because he wins and um, you know, it's it's still cheaper than the sales office, which makes you a little bit more interested. Okay, here's the thing. Number 1, does it have a title deed? If he's registered that title deed, You know, if you buy it from the sales office, you more than likely can negotiate with them to take on that 4%. Mm. Now, that's not a huge cost, but it's another cost. If it's something where he's already purchased it, then you have that 4% that you have to also think about. Second part to that. Now, you're going to buy it for a million. So you're going to want that title deed updated because if you bought it from the sales office, it's going to say 1.2, right? Yeah. So knowing that you're buying it and there's still some units for sale from the sales office, we can assume that safely that it's not been longer than five years. Yeah. So that seller, more than likely, if you want to update the declaration, they're going to ask you to take on that 35% because for him, he's offering you a deal. You take it or leave it. Yeah. So if you factor in 35 plus four, you're looking at 39%. So 39% of that 800 or that million Turkish lira are you making money are you still saving money these are things that you have to look at some situations you are and if that's the case you know what go for it if it's not then you know going with the new one only makes more sense
0: and i mean even in even at that situation the biggest trade-off is the payment plan right you have no payment plan on resale properties
1: no yeah. Not unless you take a bank loan, yeah. which, you know, w- admittedly, most of our for clientele are foreign yeah. buyers, very difficult to do here. Yeah, a- And we haven't even talked about if you're trying to buy it for citizenship. Because if oh, you're buying for citizenship, yeah. uh, if that guy's a foreigner, you, that doesn't work, obviously, because you have to buy from a Turkish citizen yeah. or a developer. Um, you know, if the declaration is not at the point where you need it to be, then you have to, you know, buy something else to get yourself above that uh fifty thousand dollar dollars threshold so there's a lot of what if factors we know which way the market's shifting yeah we know sure. that in the next five years resale will be the market of course because developments are starting to slow here yeah so you know the government's recognizing it as well and and so as that matura- maturation occurs and these type of um requirements and regulations and things are put into place it will become a much more streamlined clear concise and we won't have to have this conversation in five years of course when you tell us you want to resell we do it but now when there's we've got to advise best case scenario best situation for our clients
0: thanks a lot guys for staying this long until the end of this video i know this has been quite a long uh one but we had to do it because a lot of our clients have been asking and thank you uh, for following straight talk uh, with this whatsapp number you can reach us and you can send in your questions or you can comment your questions down below i personally read them justin reads them too so until the next episode see ya